as always i'm happy to be on the show today and also to have you on the show with me remember that i am your girl odwayo basically today we'll be having the concluding part of the life of a single that's on episode three today but before then let's go on this music break don't believe in fairy tales I guess I've outgrown them but that doesn't mean that I don't believe that there's something bigger than me cause I've seen it in a hospital room when the doctor said sorry there's nothing more we can do well it wasn't through I've never seen a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow but I've got a promise I can hold in the middle of the struggle God if you said it you'll perform it may not be how I want you to but here's what I'll do I'm gonna wait on you I'm gonna wait on you I've tasted your goodness I'm trusting your promise I'm gonna wait on you Yes, I'm gonna wait on you I've tasted your goodness I'm trusting your promise I'm gonna wait on you on the show she'll be shedding more light on the single stage of humans uh, and when i say humans i mean someone old enough to be in a love relationship and then we get to talk about how best to live your single life and when or how to know when you're ready to mingle to be engaged or get married I am Olajumo Yimika Kiri Esther Shobo. Okay, over the weeks, over like previous episodes, we've been looking at the life of a single as well as surviving as a single in your environment, getting to survive the stigma, the um, the way people like see singles around. They feel something is wrong with you when you say you're a single and all. So in a world where people feel something is wrong with you the moment you tell them you're not in a relationship, what do you think about being single, Esther? Well, as far as I am concerned, life okay. is in stages. And okay. I so much believe in the scripture that says that there is time for everything under the sun. I am mm. going to be speaking Christian. Whatever the Bible says is final for me. And if God, I mean, recognizes times and seasons, then no man should take time and season lightly. 
okay you definitely have to be single before you can move on to the next phase nobody is born and becomes married by being born you have to go through the stages of life and one of the mm. most beautiful stage of life for me as far as i am concerned is the stage yeah. of being single is one of the most beautiful and the most critical and i think the posture you take as a, as a single person is also important to how you be perceived is important mm-hmm. to how your singlehood will be perceived so that's a way that you carry it you know being a single that you will not allow anyone to look down on you as one or to consider you epileptic if i may use the word just because you are single so it all boils down to knowing who you are but for me being a single is being in a stage of life everybody mm. that is single today was once a single person so you cannot be married except you have once been single and i dare to say that if you did not actually maximize well your single stage i'm telling you that you might live with the feeling of a carryover for the rest of your life even as a married person fine now you make people understand that um being single is is good when you are able to like utilize your the season the period that stage of your life so what would you say to someone that is of a, a marriageable age maybe like someone around like the age of 27 to like 30 something or close to 40 that is still single i'd like to say that there's a need for everyone especially everyone who is a child of god to understand what god has said about you or what god is saying about the seasons of your life you see the understanding of seasons helps us to you know maximize and helps us to be rightly positioned in any phase of life if i don't understand why god is passing me through a season or why god is i mean why god is making i mean has allowed me to still be a single at 30 i'll be frustrated if i don't have the understanding so that i can run through the phases of life that comes upon me i'm saying that at a marriageable age you know what we call marriageable is is really somebody can be marriageable at 82 when Hmm. god if god is saying it's time for you to move into the next phase of life and his marriage yes and we are here on earth and i understand the emotional picture that comes with it when a lady especially ladies you know especially ladies my lady is 25 and she's out of school and then she's working and of course everybody around her is expecting that the next thing is husband same for the man you know he's out of school he's done with nyc he's got a good job he has a ride and then everything is fine all that is expected of him is a woman but in the calendar of god for that life is the next thing the wife bible says that and god saw that it was not good for the man to be alone. Bible says, and God saw that, and for Adam, there was no help meet for him. Who saw? It was not Adam that said, God, I'm lonely. It was God that said to Adam. I mean, he didn't even say it to Adam. He said it to, you know, I believe to Jesus and other angels who were there that, you know, it's not good for a man to be alone. Let's make for him and help meet for him. So it was God's decision when Adam was to pick a wife. Who, 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 who determines when we get married? As a believer, it should be God. It should be God. I have friends, you know, I remember when I got married to my husband, he had nothing, nothing that um, one could say, um, okay, this man is set for marriage, let me marry him. So I didn't marry by what I saw. We married by the leading of the Spirit of God. We knew it was time. And then we stepped up, we, we put our feet in the water and we give God praise today for our fire's brothers. So what am I trying to say is that being a single at 27, 28, 30, 35, 40, 
the the most important thing is to be sure that you are in the center of the will of god for your life be sure that you are you are of that age not by your own making because let's be realistic some of some of us are being delayed maritally because of mistakes we have made take it or leave it it might be it might be hard but the truth we've seen a lot you know and um, we are still seeing we have seen where people have wasted time and we are not saying that um we are not practically beating them with words no but we are saying that people have made mistakes and we must understand that for every of i mean errors we commit there's a repercussion yes god is faithful mm-hmm. and he redeem time but there there's there's a time for you i mean the, the repercussion for every error is still there to face somebody that you know at, at the marriageable age what, what i mean was so proud didn't say i mean i saw opportunities to get married and felt i, I can't marry this one because it's short I can't marry this one because she's fat. Every of everyone that comes, had a you know, you had an excuse. You excuse them out of your life, and that season left. You know, life is into seasons, and then that season yeah. was over. Uh huh. So uh, that for that person, because we need to under, we need to also pity God <laughs> if there's anything like that. We wrap everything around that. I eh, I don't even know why this is happening to me. We usually forget some of our own mistakes. So for somebody that is being delayed by his own making so to say yes God is a God of second chance he will give a second chance but can we give time for the repercussion to pass for the process that God wants us wants to pass us through to pass can we allow patience to have its thorough work in us some of us still have character issues and we are we are, we are all we are looking at is marriage you can't tolerate your roommate you can't tolerate your siblings you can't tolerate your friends and yet you want to get married and start living with a man or a woman for god knows how many number of years that even you cannot determine <laughs> and mm. god is looking at at you that ha, this daughter of mine if she goes into marriage like this is a disaster that is about to happen god's name will not be rubbed in the mud and so god will, will set out decisions for for you to be groomed you know to be pruned to take those imp- i mean that impatience out of you but we, we all we are looking at we're not looking at what god is doing how one is what we want that's why i say we must understand why god is passing us through the season of waiting as a single if you mm-hmm. are in the center of, of god you will understand that the bible says that all things work together for good for them who love god and number two for those that are called according to his purpose and you are certain that you are called according to his purpose then you are fine you should rest by that scripture understanding what god is doing with you understanding why he's passing you through a season is very key we uh, we heard of a story of a sister whom um you know took uh, she took a fiance to a spiritual parent and then one of the parents i think the wife of the husband was not just comfortable okay. about this particular person she brought so and then this lady got the message that okay one i mean my, my spiritual parents are not very pleased but she didn't know what to do but somehow the holy spirit helped her to you know to just end that relationship just because she believes in accountability she believes that these people that god has put over her life spiritually you know can pick things that she cannot pick it's so unfortunate that that particular brother actually died i think a year into the marriage he eventually got into then she mm-hmm. ran back to her sweet friend to say thank you for stopping me from entering into a relationship that would have made me a widow early in life now what am i trying to say we must understand see understanding the mind of god knowing how god relates with you knowing the voice of god growing your relationship with god is <laughs> very key 
in managing the time of being a single. It rests you. There's no way you will understand what God is doing with you and you'll not be at peace even when you're 40. I'm telling you. Okay, what, which, which is better? To be 40 and be single and be fulfilled in life rather than to be 40 and be married and be miserable and be mm. crying every day and be praying for the man every day and be praying for the woman every day and be, and be you know, and be first going through frustrations every day. So understanding what God is doing with you, understanding why God is passing you through it, it is important for you to understand the purpose of still being a single according to the mind of God and run with it. That is where your rest lies. Understanding what God is doing with you is very key. It drops down the level of anxiety and frustration. You will just, you know, people will just be asked, wondering uh, what exactly is it that is even making you excited. In fact, some people might even say in my language that this this person is not even, um, let, let me say, my say, you know, like this person does not even know what is near. I, I used to be happy. What are you even going for to church every time for? Why are you so excited? Just because you understand what God is doing with you. So that understanding is what every single person especially who feels he or she is of a marriageable age, you run after. Run after understanding what God is doing with your life and why God is passing you through that season. Is it for correction? Is it for reproof? Is it is it for refining you? Is it for, for, for I mean, averting, preventing you from walking into danger? There's so many things that we don't, that we don't see, of course, that we don't see. Without. And we have a father that sees the hand right from the beginning can we just allow mm. god order our lives can we just be flexible in his hands sufficient enough to allow him lead us as long as we are sure he's the one leading as long as you are sure that you didn't say no to that brother because you perceive that he has just a trouser as long <laughs> as you are sure that you didn't say no to that lady she holds sst and you are a doctorate degree holder. as long as you are sure that the reason you are where you are is not by your making you understand you must understand okay. and see from the eye of the spirit if that is in place we can relax even when we are 40 we know that god's got us what would you say is the best time for one to consider um okay i i think i'm ready to be in a love relationship or i'm ready to to be with someone that i want to spend the rest of my life with you see the the when <laughs> The when is uh, quite like we can't we can't specifically put an egg to it or a time to it because that we're exposed to different opportunities, we're exposed okay. to different background, we're exposed to different speed in life. For some people at 25, they are done with everything preliminary and then set to be married. For some at 20, they are you know physically and then um, feasibly ready. And then for, for some uh, at 30, 35, they are still you know they're just out of the university. Some would even take exception for NYC and the likes. But in all of this, on the like I said, I'm still going back to what I said initially. There is a knowing that comes upon a child of God that helps him or her to understand when it's time for anything. Bible says that those that are led by the Spirit of God are called the sons of God. There is yeah. there is the privilege to be led by the Spirit of God and to know when to walk into a love relationship and when not to. Now, 
for example let me use my life as an example as, as a secondary school leaver i think i think like a year after i left the secondary school i fell into the very first no was not i was still in the secondary school yeah i think i was still in the secondary school when i started my very first marital relationship and um i was so serious about it i was completely serious i was not playing around the guy was not playing around too because when i was gaining admission to the university he actually engaged me with a ring so wow. it was yeah it was a very very serious relationship we're not playing around he was already in he was already in the university at that time when we got when we started the relationship but i was in the secondary school now the truth is i had not known the lord enough that time sufficient to seek god's face on whether to go into a relationship or not what i mean is i had not known god enough to, to present my relationship to him for approval you get it i just walked into it on the platter of this guy this guy loves me and then that was it you know and then of course i was young it was a catch them young something and then the girl love love girl thing was all over then i was so excited about the fact that okay i'm engaged to an undergraduate those were the flimsy reasons i got into that relationship it was not particularly out of looking at marriage do you get it that was not okay. why now along the line i got bored i got tired as a, as a secondary school girl, i had my life ahead of me you know <laughs> so i got completely bored tied down to one guy and then somebody giving instructions don't do this don't do that it was just completely boring and then my my thirst for god increased i knew god sufficient to know that i wasn't supposed to start that relationship at that time and that i didn't even inquire of god if it was meant for me so things i going upside down and as a christian girl i i couldn't double date you know i saw people i i met other people that i could have actually considered for marriage but i was engaged with a ring self <laughs> so it wasn't funny but there was no other way i was stuck i was caged mm. That was practically what it is. Now, where do I go from here? I didn't know. The option, the only option I had was to break off that relationship. Now, as a young girl, I didn't believe that I was supposed to walk out on a guy as a lady. So I had to beg God to, I mean, orchestrate a break, a breakup. I'm telling you. And that was a relationship of almost five years plus. It was time wasting because I gave my time to it. I gave my life to it. I remember that the job the guy does today, okay? I practically was praying through the interview session of that job. I was on phone with him. I mean, of course, the interviewers didn't know. Blasting in tongues over the life of another woman's husband. Can you imagine? So, I poured all those energy on my own husband. No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It's quite painful. What am I trying to say is, understanding when to walk into a, a love relationship, sincerely, you must be led. So you don't waste time, energy, and your devotion, whether as a man or as a woman. But physically, if we say aside the spiritual aspect, okay, it is good that we, we start considering a love relationship into marriage when we know that we are looking at marriage in the next two years maximum we can't afford to subject ourselves to torture emotional torture king solomon says daughters of zion do not awaken love until it is ready there is a time that love is ready and if love is awakened before then i'm telling you you cannot see love like just like fire just like water water we penetrate and that's the same thing with love you know so the best thing to do is so I'm thinking that if I'm not looking at marriage as a man or as a woman in the next three years, it's better not to burn the passion unnecessarily. It's better not to subject my 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 uh, bodies to unnecessary pressure. Set a target from a man or a woman. You are, I mean, especially for the lady, 
a guy has walked up to you and then you okay you think he's fine you've prayed and you think he's meant for you on the first or second day of this relationship ask when are you planning to settle down sir it's better it's safer when are you planning to settle down are you looking at next year are you looking at two years time so that the guy gets the information that you're not you're not ready to play around you are ready for business same thing goes for the for the man so i'd say if you it's better you have a time frame a focus you know a target and when you are sure of when exactly you want to eat that bell of marriage i think you can you can consider a relationship then i'd also say as number three that of course please do not walk into any marital or love relationship without considering what god has to say in fact that's the very first thing it's very key that you know that this person is meant for you not every handsome brother is yours i'm telling you not every not every tongue speaking sister or spiritual firebrand sister is yours you can only have one out of the so many and it takes the eye of god to see and know who is exactly meant for you so i want to encourage us that uh, three things first be sure that god is leading you second be certain that you're ready you have a target you're looking at you know a particular day year and month and of course look at the physical readiness of this person at least one of us you have something that you are that you, you plan to make a living out of no god is not i mean a god of god is not disorderly and god does not go against his word he says that a man that is not able to provide for his home is worse than an infidel so you cannot tell me that god has asked you both to get married without nothing in your hands <laughs> that that's um you're writing letter to hunger and it's going to hit you hard so make sure that um both of you are physically ready you know it does not have to be big I'm not asking that you marry a man or woman who works with shell. No. Have something you are, you have at your I mean with that you are doing with your hands. That says that whatever our hands, whatever we lay our hands upon to do prosper, the Lord blesses the work of our hands. If there's nothing for the Lord to bless in your hands, He will not bless it. All, all right. So it's good that you are physically ready. Both of you are physically ready, especially that the man has something he's doing, and then the woman also has something she's supporting with you know and then of course we can say okay let's go the law will increase its right in our hands we are not saying it should be big or buoyant but we are saying that something should be we should have something we are doing even if it's ministry be sure that you know you you know that god has led into it and you're already in in it and you're doing it so that you know we, we don't be we don't look like infidels and then we don't start deceiving ourselves on the platform of um, religion so we must be spiritually ready you must be physically ready you must also have a time frame a target in mind okay so um I-, i want you to talk briefly on um knowing god's mind for who you have to like and like who you have to marry or something so like how can i know as a single now how can i get to know what are the steps to take to knowing that okay this is god's mind for me as a wife or as my husband i'd like to answer that question with this illustration you know as children to our parents imagine okay some of us are even so close with our parents that if your dad's car if your dad's car is approaching your area and it presses the on of his car Even by just hearing it, mm-hmm. you can tell it's approaching. Now, 
also the same thing goes for voices when you hear the voice of a loved one in the dark whether your mom your sibling your friend even without citing the person you can relate you can say oh that's that's mom speaking oh that's how you're speaking because why are all these things possible it's because you have a relationship right over time you have rubbed off on one another and you know one another so much that you already know okay in fact some of us by by the smell by just perceiving a smell you can say ah that's that's um, approaching yeah. just because you are you around you smelling like that now and that's relationship the same is the answer to this question you must have a relationship with god before it gets to the matter of choice of marital partner but unfortunately my generation we are in domi instant noodles something that we have not been doing before we just want it to happen like god is a magician it does not work that way it does not work that way. Those that believe are the ones that have been given the privilege to be called the sons of God. You know, we, you must have a relationship with God because you must have known the way your father speaks to you. God is our father and he has a way he speaks to us. But you cannot know the way God speaks to you if you don't know him as a father. If you don't have a relationship with him over time. Now, let me cite an example from my own life. You know, I met the Lord quite early. And so the Lord helped me to grow my relationship with him. But I discovered that once I don't get a word from the scripture over a matter, I don't move. God leads his children through his words. Okay? Mm. God leads us through his word. Listen, I believe so much in dreams. Sincerely, I do. I really do. But, you know, dreams can be very dicey. (laughs) Dreams can be very dicey because of our mind. The things that we have subjected our minds to in thoughts can come yeah. back to us as dreams. And the Bible establishes that the old men will dream dreams. <laughs> the young men will see visions and prophesy. So I strongly believe that the word of God is potent in understanding who God wants you to marry. I understand also by the scripture that God instructs us, he reproves us, with the word he furnishes us with the word of god so i want to say strongly i'm going to choose who to marry you know i went back to the word of god i went back to god in prayer i did a seven days fasting because it was a serious matter marriage is a serious matter my people please get it today it's not casual it's not you don't determine or you don't take i mean you don't find out who, who to marry from god casually it is a major matter because once the devil is unable to get you in the choice of marriage, sincerely, to a very large extent, you are safe. It's biblical. Mm. That's why Mary had to be properly married to Joseph. I'm telling you, Mary had to marry the correct guy to carry and nurture the Savior. She couldn't just marry just anybody. That's why the angel came to Joseph to inform him that, Bobo, that babe is impregnated by me and you have to forge ahead. You know, look at Samson, how he fell at the junction of marriage. You would have lived longer and done many more exploits if it was rightly hooked. Mm-hmm. Now, my generation, we are too casual about, about this matter. So God speaks to us through his word. If you have a relationship with God, over time, you will know how he speaks to you. You will know when he's leading you. I remember that, you know, there was a major obstacle when I was supposed to make a choice maritally. And then I needed clarity. So I said no to my husband the first time he went away. God engaged somebody else, but God brought him back in his mercy. 
And then when he came back the second time, I'm like, okay, this guy is serious about this thing. So I went to pray. Mm-hmm. And the Lord gave me the word. It was that word I held on to. It was a scriptural passage. I can't forget any time. That was the scripture I held on to. It's important for us as children of God to maintain a relationship with God before it gets to the junction of marriage. Devil plays a lot of pranks at that junction. And if you don't have a solid relationship with God, friends, ah, a child of God may fall. Don't forget that Bible says that even the elect may be deceived. Yes. That's why we have a lot of people wrongly engaged and married today. So maintain, that's why as a single person, stay in God, stay in your relationship with God, not your relationship with God. Grow your relationship with God by staying in the place of prayer. Study your Bible. <laughs> Be devoted to the scripture and Instagram and WhatsApp and social media. Find God. Know God. When your man or woman comes, you will know. You, you can't choose by your specs. I love tall, broad-chested, six-pack, hairy, a little bit light guy. That's not the that's not the way. She must be figure eight, full breast, full bombs. Let me tell you, somebody with full breast and full bomb today can become pencil tomorrow. I'm telling you, if not well managed. And we have in fact, it's it's a bit that this is not video. I, I wish I could display my picture when I was not um, married and now my picture when I, when I am married. It's far far from me. I was not appealing at all physically. I was beautiful, <laughs> of I was beautiful, of course, beautiful. But, you know, there was nothing, nothing on the chest. I'm telling you, nothing behind. But we give God praise today. You're not where we used to be. Thank you so much for all that um, you've said tonight. I really appreciate you. Thanks for honoring the invite as well. I've learned a lot tonight, even for myself. Yeah, And I'm sure that our listeners have learned so much too. So I hope we're going to have you on the show sometime in future. I'll be glad to. I'll be very glad to come back. Okay. Thank you very much, Esther. my gratitude to you all thank you so much for being a fan and do not forget to leave comments on how we can serve you better as well as your reviews on today's episodes also on topics that you feel are worthy to be discussed yes do not ignore the temptation to like drop comments for such uh spread the news as well by sharing this podcast with your friends and family so they can get to learn one or two things from all that we've been discussing or all that we've discussed. Catch you next time. My name is Odwayo. Bye.